Hello and welcome back to the LOL Podcast. We're here with Season 2. Yay! I am one of your hosts, your co-host, Thomas. And joining me is your other co-host, Alex. Hi, everyone. Hello. You still have your, del- your classic delay. Anyway. Yeah, in this episode, we are going to be talking about the Hunger Games. What we liked about it, what we didn't like, ranking of them. Uh, and yeah, talking yeah. stories. So, Alex, what is your background with the Hunger Games? Well, people are not going to like me for this, but I have not read the books yet. I'm going to read the books. Uh, I've watched all the films. Yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, I know, it's disgraceful. Yeah. But I'm going to read them. You shouldn't watch the films before the books, people. People, you should always read the books first. Right, okay. Well, I've watched I the films. I a... So... Yeah, I I'm struggling to think of a film that I watched for the book unless the film came before the book. But yeah, I've watched... Uh, I've watched uh, films one and two and I've read all the books and I've also read The Ballad. And that was quite interesting. I we'll move on to the ballad later. Hunger Games book, do you? But do you count that as a proper Hunger Games book? I I count it as being relevant, but not to the same level. As I, as I, I was saying, because it's a book in Hunger Games book, it's in Panem. Yeah, yeah. Alex, do you know the story of the ballad? Not really. I know it's about President yeah, okay. Snow before the Hunger Games and how they were created and stuff, I think. But I'm quite... Uh, I'm quite new... I don't want to give too many spoilers. I'm quite new to the Hunger Games, so... I started... I watched the first one in November 2020, late November, and I proceeded to watch the other four. And I enjoyed... All of them. The other three, there's only four films. Yeah, there's four films. Yeah, you watched one, then proceed to watch the other four. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I enjoyed most of those. Uh, part the uh, Mockingjay part one was definitely the worst, and I know that's the opinion of the masses, really, but. All the others were terrific, and that one was alright. What about you? Well then, so, I, I have read all the books and watched half the films. And then let me just say straight away, the books are better than the films. Always the case. But yeah, so, uh, my, uh, I started the Hunger Games in... Uh, I think it's last year, not last year, the year before last. I'm, I keep forgetting it's 2021 now. Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah, I, I read it in 2019, the first one. Then I'm Catching Fire and Mockingjay as well. And then later I read The Ballad. Last year in lockdown, I got that, I ordered that from Amazon and it arrived very quickly considering lockdown and everything. But yeah, um... I think it's now actually this is a hard thing because all the books are really good. My least favorite is the ballad just because it didn't follow censor, and then I think Mockingjay is my least favorite just because it didn't have the same kind of aspect that the Hunger the rest of the Hunger Games films did. Well, it doesn't have but, the Hunger Games um, in it, does it? 
Well, half of, well, in a way it does. It, you could argue that the, the whole chases in, when they're in Panem is like, in like the capital city. Yeah, but it's, the Hunger Games. it's still not really the Hunger Games to the same degree, is it? No, and then I think I like the other two at like, the same kind of level. They're both really interesting. But yeah, and, I yeah. Know, and I've seen the first two films, and I say that the first film was, I think, first film was more well-rounded consistent than the second film. Well, opinion. it's because it's the first the one. Some cooler scenes. It's because it's the first one and stuff that is the thing. Because when they're doing the first one, they don't slow it down for more time and stuff. They're just making an adaptation. It's like with Harry Potter, the first few are really good. Then they split the last two in half. And they did the same with the Hunger Games. I don't like. I don't think. I don't like the opinion that films and books have to be a certain length. I think as long as it's quality, then I will. I will like yeah, it. but the problem. The problem is with. Whether a book is ten pages or a hundred pages or five hundred pages, as long as it's quality, I think it's good. It's a good. It's good. Yeah, but the problem with particularly Mockingjay Part One is that you don't get quality. To the same degree, you just get a lot of time where Katniss is standing around filming lots of propaganda. I think if that's the case, they should have just done one film instead of trying to get yeah. time. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't so, think. Yeah, so the story is intriguing. I don't think they split it in half right. Uh, I think they could have done a lot better yeah. with that. Like with Harry Potter. You kind of get a semi-climax, but with this, it it just ends with Peter being rescued, and it's not even that dramatic because nothing happens to any of them. I mean, it ends at a kind of climax with Katniss getting. Be careful! Yeah, be careful! Spoilers! I haven't actually watched the film. I know the story. I just don't know the film oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um. It's now a banned topic on the law podcast, discussing where the films no, end. No, still, spoilers have always been a thing on here. If you click on the episode, then you accept the spoilers that could come with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Right, it doesn't matter. So, should we get into our rankings? Rankings. Well, you've kind of already done yours, haven't you? Should we rank books? Should we rank the stories or the characters or the arenas or the actual games or what? Um, what should we rank first? Let's start with the books and films. I'll do the films, you do the books. Uh, I think... I've ranked the books, in a way. I think the first... Yeah, you've ranked the books already. Um, the first and second films are the best. Then Mockingjay Part 2 is also amazing. Um, mainly because of Snow's execution, and part one seemed just like a massive filler thing. There was some cool moments, but it was just filler most of the time. And, um, so you've discussed the books already, so is it? You like the first two the most, then Mockingjay, then Ballad. Yeah, I think we'll 
both on the same page there, really. Yeah, yeah. And I think most people agree. And then the only reason I put the ballad at the bottom is because I want because it's it's hunk is a bit more wild, but not the same story. It's not the same characters apart from with snow and. Like the prequels of Star Wars can sometimes be put worse because it's not the same as like the. Don't get into prequels of Star Wars, you'll stir up anger amongst the podcast listeners. <laughs> but uh, just saying that the prequels were. There was one thing that saved the prequels, and it's two words, and it's a character that has two words as name, and it's Jar Jar Binks. That isn't two words. It is Jar Jar's one word. No, it isn't. I think it is. Right, okay. When this podcast goes up, we're going to post an image of Jar Jar Binks on the uh, website. Anyway, back to the Hunger Games. Um, Characters. Who's your favourite character and why, Thomas? My favourite character is... Uh, sometimes, uh, it depends what they're doing. I think, I think to be honest, this might you might disagree with me, but I think that my favourite character might actually have to be Hamish, to be honest. Hmm. Well, Hamish is an interesting character. Same with Effie, actually. I'll explain. Alex, I'll, I'll explain why. So. I think it's quite interesting to see how Hamish deals with this because he's literally being forced to. First, he's been—he's the one winner of this. He's their victor. He is their big champion, or he's the only living one. Anyway, they say so. He's their big champion. Okay. So it's quite interesting how, how yeah. he deals with that, and he's the only one about it. But also how he deals with the fact that he's had to—he's had to kill people to save himself and. He gets all this glory and fame just for killing people, and that every year he has to raise, he has to mentor the people, the kids who are gonna die. Basically, he's got to mentor the losers because District Twelve never wins. That's the thing with District Twelve; they're bad. And Hamish was the one exception that was still living, and no. he has to be the sole mentor of both. No, there was. Uh, and there, he, there was one before him who won as well. Yeah, that's why I said who he was dead. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. I, who is still living. But yeah, he is the... I didn't know if the film would actually mention that. That's why I was being a bit careful. Yeah, I know, but I already know a lot of the stuff about the books as well. Okay, anyway. So yeah, he is like he is to mentor the kids alone into death. And interesting to see how we've just dr- used to drink his way past and see all his problems. Especially when he's it becomes... Yeah, he manages to get through, and he almost is one of the lead. He's lead, one of the leaders in the rebellion by Mockingjay, which is quite a different. Hey, mm. Mitchell, the one we first see. Um, I would say probably, uh, probably Katniss is probably my favourite. Okay. Although. There's a lot of other characters as well, but probably Katniss, just because she literally volunteered to go in the Hunger Games and she was definitely not guaranteed to win. 
And... I mean, that is a cool thing. I mean, you know, um, what I like about Katniss is that at some point she's portrayed to be like the best thing. But she isn't perfect, and that's half the thing. She isn't perfect. She mm. is someone who has all her flaws, and she knows that. She keeps going on about She's human. She volunteers and does what she wants to. Yeah, she knows that she's human, and she thinks she's got more than others and constantly talks about her flaws. But she still volunteers for citizen. That's quite a cool moment. Yeah. And also, can I point out something that isn't really noticed? Um, you know Mags? The one who volunteers for Annie in seventy five. Jar Jar Binks is three words. Thank you. Um So she she's an eighty year old woman, thereabouts. Um and she volunteers for a relatively physically able person who could probably yeah. survive quite a lot of the Hunger Games. She might not be able to survive against Joanna Mason or one of, some of the stronger ones, but that is probably even braver than Katniss because she is yeah. old and she <laughs> and she still volunteers. So I don't really hear that very much. Because Katniss, like, had her whole life ahead of her and everything, but, um, she knew that she was going to die soon, probably, I'm guessing anyway, this is what she was going to do ahead, so she knew she was going to die soon anyway, and she might as well do it in the arena, preventing other people from dying, again. Mm. Well, she's, it said, I think it says in the books, I haven't read the books, obviously, but, um, doesn't it say that... They will pretty much finick uh, Annie and Mags were like pretty much a family. So it might have been that. Uh, pretty much because, yeah, pretty much because like, I think Finnick and Annie were like together as well. Yeah. Well, they get married in Mockingjay, so I should hope so. Yeah, I don't think it says Phoenix, Annie, and Magdalene family. I don't think it said that exactly, but it's exactly right. So I think it implies. Yeah. Um, so, arenas. What do you think about the two arenas? Which do you prefer? Well, I think that the first arena is very interesting. Quite a cool arena. I love that arena. But I think my favourite out of those two has to be... No, we're counting the one from Mockingjay as well. Which one from Mockingjay? Uh, the capital. Oh, we counted that as a reading now. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's quite interesting, the, all the traps that they've laid, yeah. Because I think they even say that this is like the next, this is like the cornucopia of the arena with all the traps and mines fields and stuff. But I think my favourite of oh, this. Sorry, if you hear some bangs, there's fireworks going outside my house. But yeah, I think my favourite arena has to be Catching Fire because I think it's a really interesting concept with the big clock that it is. It's like a clock and then. Yeah. But we're like tick tock, so that's how they know. And yeah, 
I mean, the arena in Ballard is quite interesting considering it's, an it's literally an arena. It's before all the big stuff. And it's, yeah. It's when it is just an arena. Yeah. I've heard about the uh, first Hunger Games arenas being like an actual yeah. like coliseum. In Ballard, in, in Ballard, it was an actual coliseum with a few catacombs to hide, but mainly about uh, where people, where spectators would sit in the stands at the Arch Coliseum. And it was then it, it was that was before like the big, the Hunger Games is amazing. Come on, it's the big sport. That was when people still hated the Hunger Games. Mm. I would say the Capital Games, not the Capital Games, but. Uh, yeah, the games the held in the capital. The capital games is a whole different thing. I don't know whether it actually happens or not. There's a lot of speculation. Um, but yeah, that arena is the most interesting to me because I, I wish there could have been a cornucopia of some kind. It would have make made in it feel way, more like an arena. In a way, the, in a way, the minefield was the cornucopia because it's silver mines from the cornucopia. It was, and also the cornucopia was, in a way, the the whole thing was the, uh, was leading up to a cornucopia of the president's castle house. Yeah, but like a physical cornucopia. cornucopia. Yeah, I mean, the cornucopia can take different forms. It d maybe I'm just speculating, but I think the cornucopia can take different forms. So maybe in this time it was the castle that was the cornucopia, and then the supplies that were there were actually the. Yeah, but with. With film, in particular, um, a casual viewer wouldn't really see that as well, so it would be better to just show a cornucopia, I think. In the books, it's I fine, because you book, get a lot... It was, it was a bit clearer. Mm. In the books, it, that it, was a, it was a bit clearer that that's what it was meant to be. Yeah, but Which if they had put... Say that the books were much better than the films. Yeah, well, that's a advantage of books, isn't it? You get a lot more detail. Um, yeah, and then you put at least they didn't go the Lord of the Rings room and put like five, six, seven hour films out because I don't know anyone who sits through a whole five, six, seven hour film in one sitting. Yes, you do. I would do that for the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, we are divided because. Yes, we are divided in that sense. And I do not like the Lord of the Rings films at all. Oh, no. Now, now you're going to stir up a lot of anger, Tara. The Lord of the Rings film had a lot of potential, but they changed it. So instead of all this fantasy, amazing world graphics and everything, all this fantasy world, it was a lot of fighting. And I thought, I think they could have easily been, the short version was three hours of fellowship. And that could have easily been two hours if they, if they could have all really long battles that were the, the, my least favourite bit. There was... They could maybe even put an scene like Tom Bombadil and stuff. There was no really long stuff in the, uh... There was no really long battles in the first one. Well, that proves my point even more. If they got three hours of fighting without any really long battles, there's a lot of fighting going on. Oh... Uh, by the way, speaking of Lord of the Rings, um, there is a new Lord of the Rings show coming out, and 
I, I, you probably heard of it already. It's brought out some rumours, which we're not going to speculate on until they're confirmed. But I'm looking forward to it cautiously. But right, he's not going to watch it. Okay, terrific start, Thomas. You're very positive about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I might not be allowed to watch it. Yeah, it depends what stuff is in it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll review that at a later date. After they... Especially if it's going to become like an 18 or whatever it is. 15. I doubt it'll be an 18, but it might be a 15 or a 16. Depending on which country you live in. Yeah, I think we'll take a break here and then come back. And we will uh, speak about some of the... F I think we'll speak about the more story instead of rankings we'll speak more about story now i'm going to a bit more about ballad probably anyway I'll okay so we'll see you after the break bye bye hello and welcome back from the break i am here once again hi with um Alex. in this segment we're going to be and with his usual um play. in this segment um we're going to be doing stuff about the differences between the books and the films of the Hunger Games and Thomas is gonna look at the storyline between well, yeah really the yeah the story, the story is gonna be Thomas telling it and then I'm gonna see if I can identify changes in between big spoilers from now on <laughs> like a lot Okay, I don't think I'll be talking about the ballad because Alex hasn't read the ballad. And am I right in saying you don't want any spoilers? Yes, the you are right in saying that. Okay, so I can't mention any of the spoilers. Yeah. The ballad. So no spoilers for the ballad of songs and stakes. Okay. Well, I had some ballad stuff written in my script. Right. Okay. Just on the off chance that you, right, didn't, okay. you didn't mind. I could. Cover that. Maybe when you've read the ballad, yeah, you can do an episode. That might be season three, though. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, it starts on. Um, it starts on. Um, the night before the reaping. So, the reaping is. I'm assuming you've seen it. Or read the books, I mean, not seen it. Who sees it before they... Read no it? one. I've never heard of anyone who's yeah. done that. So... No. No, I've never. And he's certainly not no, on the other side no, of the phone no. line. No podcast host has done this. Right, okay, moving on. <laughs> yes, moving on from your horrible crime. Right, life. okay. But anyway, basically... Uh, she uh, is there, and she is going to, um, and she's worried because it's Prim's first time in the reaping, and she is worried that Prim's going to be drawn, and she goes hunting, sees Gale for the last, which might be, she thinks, for the last time, but she then, uh, yeah, and then she, um, then they go to the reaping. Yeah, so she wakes up and, yeah, well, yeah, 
she wakes up and Prim and she finds that and then Prim is drawn but she volunteers instead because she can't stand Prim, um, the, the idea yeah. of Prim doing it and uh, the whole idea of the Hunger Games by the way is because there was a hor- there was a war between the capital and the district yeah and it was, it was first rebellion and the capital does it as like an eternal punishment and reminder of the war and it's also the big capital we'll move more on to that when we move on to the quarter quell well yeah because the quarter quell is like this big big anyway so she volunteers and the other one is peter mallark um mallark i think it's mallark anyway uh yeah yeah that's what i said mallark <laughs> mallark whatever but yeah and they're on there uh, with the uh, drunk Hamish that I talked about late, earlier and Effie, the capital person who's in charge of District 12. And then there she meets a stylish Sinner, who she has a lot of talks with and, and knows that Sinner asked to be there and is against the Hunger Games because Sinner asked to be there. Mm. He's like her there. costume designer or something, isn't he? isn't like... Yeah, he's yeah, but uh, the capital hates District Twelve and usually it's a punishment. But she finds out that she he was there, so they do this coal suit and that, and they have and Peter says that he loves Katniss, and then it's time for the games. So the games happen. The cornucopia. She goes to the cornucopia. She sees the bow, but she doesn't take, it, even though she wishes she did take it. But then she runs away, and she runs all day until she makes camp. And someone starts to um, find her by, and then the careers kill that person very good. And Peter is with the careers. And then Katniss, yeah, Katniss sees it. And also, also, and then the next thing she goes, Katniss goes. In the books, I I heard about this, I'm not sure if it's true, but apparently Peter went back to kill someone. So, what does that say about him as one of the heroes? That's a bit. He didn't go back to kill someone. He went yeah, but then he had to kill them when he got there. I mean. Well, it, it, it's a doggy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. I'm going to anger the Peter fans now. And also, he... Ha- also, uh, also, he has to pretend that he is one of the careers. Yeah. Otherwise, they would get suspicious. And that's what the Hunger Games is about, it's about forming and then destroying alliances that, and lies and deception. And that's what I said to a friend of mine and he and said the exact he, same he, thing. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, also you need to remember that, that he was still trying to get sponsors. And that's the kind yeah. of thing the capital loves seeing. If, for example, yeah, so it was really quite smart of it even though it was yeah. really horrible but yeah i see what you mean but anyway um yeah so she goes looking for water and she can't find it and then there's yeah okay but eventually water does come be fro- um, in the stream and she and it says in it's in the book she's wondering why haymitch never uh, brought the water and does haymitch really believe you know or is haymitch ever gonna help and then she thought, well, why would he purposely try and kill me and not give anything? 
Maybe there must be something nearby, a water source, and she, he wouldn't be using his precious money on that. So he goes back. She goes a bit further, and she finds a river. So she's right. That's something that definitely isn't in the films. Yeah, and then the wall of fire. Well, isn't that in the film? She just try and find the water source, but she doesn't work it out. She just kind of stumbles into it after being hit by a fireball. <laughs> yeah, I know. So the timeline's a bit different, but. Anyway, the firewall comes now. So she's chased and she gets badly injured on her leg. But apart from that, she's not. It doesn't yeah. Much. But, yeah. So then she finds Rue, who she keeps watching in a tree, and points a nest of cracker jackers, which. They're like, re they're like really. They're like really dangerous wasps that can, like, kill you. Yeah, Alex. Do you want to start telling the story from now and then? Right, okay. Um, this might not be accurate to the books necessarily, so don't blame me for that. But then Katniss uh, starts sawing at the branch that the Trekker Jacker nest is on, and it falls onto the careers, and Glimmer, who's one of the careers, um, is killed by the Trekker Jackers. And Katniss goes to her body and takes the bow. Oh yeah, you're gonna have to do names. You're gonna have to tell most of the names because you've seen them more recently. I yeah, I read them ages ago. I have listened to them since, but I right. don't remember um, the names. But the other careers survive. But Katniss kind of gets knocked out. So over the next four days, yeah, well, she yeah, gets, she gets yeah, and she faints. She and faints has hallucinations because that's the stuff that Tracker Jack and Venom did to her. Um, and then Rue takes her to her kind of camp area, I guess, and she nurses her back to health over the next four days. And, and this is when you really yeah, yeah, um. And then they decide. This is, I think this is the place I started writing, like in Rue, even, even after all the other stuff. Mm. And. Yeah. But imagine if Rue just, like, killed Katniss in her sleep or something. That'd be dark. <laughs> It'd be a bit far. Well, the whole Hunger Games. Yeah, but dark. you never actually see. Like a very very young child doing that. He's like eleven. <laughs> in, in the book, he well, in the book, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to give. No, I don't want to give spoilers for the ballad. But in the ballad, yeah. Well, that was an arena or something, wasn't it? Yeah. So you see a lot more. Well, in a way, in the ballad, you have to see a lot more yeah. in the arena, whereas in the Hunger Games, a lot of it happens. Yeah. Um, so then they decide to storm this pyramid of supplies next to the cornucopia, and they um, and Katniss shoots an arrow 
at this sack of apples which sets off all the mines around it. Um, they take all the stuff. So, so she, it wasn't the cornucopia, it was, it was the... Yeah, but it was it. And she realises, she, she realises, she was wondering why they didn't, it was, it was right out of court, and she was wondering why they didn't have any people who were guarding it. Well, in the films, there was a kid guarding it, but it was only like 14, and then Kato just like snapped his neck right after. Yeah, I think there was in a book, but it wasn't, but she was wondering why they wouldn't yeah. have the suppliers in the hand of someone who was so young and not, not Yeah. So, like, yeah. Um, so they managed to get quite a lot of supplies, I believe. Well, a bit of supplies. Uh, no, no, she didn't manage, I don't think she managed to get any. Yeah. Yeah, by the mines. And she had to run away, but, yeah, but the Koreas lost all their supplies. Yeah. They been, because the Koreas were used to getting all these packages and all the supplies, but whereas they had already been storing all their stuff. So, so then. And the whole mission wasn't to get, the mission wasn't really to get yeah, supplies. Yeah, but getting supplies is still nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they, so Candace runs back to where Rue was, she was like trapped. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this will be, we're coming up to a, we're coming up to one of the rare film only scenes. Um, so then Marvel, who's a career, um, runs up to the two of them and throws a spear at Katniss but he misses and hits Rue and in the books uh, Wait, uh, is yeah I know just hold on um, in the books uh, Kate, uh, Marvel throws the spear and then um, Katniss shoots him in the neck but in the film, she shoots him in the chest, which is a minor difference. She put... Oh, no, there was a bigger difference. There was a bigger difference. What? Is that? I think... Uh, that in the film... In the book, sorry. Um, it is... Um, uh, he already attacks, uh, he's already attacked Prim or is attacking Prim when Katniss gets there. Not Prim. But then he, um, <laughs> no, not Prim. So That's going to confuse people. I'm going to anger the Prim fans as well. I'm going to anger the Prim fans as well. Fans and really Right, okay. We are really stirring up fandoms today. <laughs> um, we've annoyed Star Wars fans. Including, we've annoyed. like I keep saying, Come on, Jar Jar Binks. We need more Jar Jar. Right, okay, Binks. don't start. Um, <laughs> so. We've also annoyed Lord of the Rings don't, fandoms. please. Or we've also sparked up debates in Lord of the Rings fandoms because half of them agree with me and say the films are about, uh, the best, and, or the, and the other half agree with you and say the films are absolutely Right, okay, we'll debate the Lord of the Rings in another episode because that could be an episode in itself. 
I don't want to because I would have to write a whole speech about why the BBC version is the only version you should That'd be entertaining. Anyway. <laughs> um. Alright, alright, next episode. We're debating Lord of the Rings next episode, yes! Um. So. Get ready yeah, for that speech. Next week. Um. <laughs> so. Then. Uh, Rue gets killed. Very sad. And there's only like four or five tributes left. And um, yeah, well, this is the scene. This is the scene that only happens in the films. Um. So Katniss is like walking in the woods, and she's looking for Peter after they've, after the. Wait, no, you've missed a scene that happens in the film only. Uh, please, just tell me. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a couple of weeks. But it's, I actually... Well, anyway. The film, the scene, is the, is the C District... Oh, yes. yes! I think it's District 11, anyway. Yeah, District 11. Yeah. It's like stirring up rebellion. Well, I think that's a good thing. That isn't in the book. I think that's a good addition because it yeah, builds up to Mockingjay. Yeah, I think it's a very good addition. I'm just saying it's not in the book. So right. Um, so then Katniss goes wandering looking for Peter after they announce there'll be a new rule where if two tributes come from the same district, then they can win together. And Katniss and Peter are the only eligible tributes left that are from the day, same district. And Katniss is also thinking that Katniss is also thinking that any dis any districts that could do it should do it. Otherwise, they would be horrible, and no one would ever forgive them. Yeah, I mean that would that would be horrible. <laughs> Unless your tribute was already dead, then <laughs> yeah, that'd be. Yeah, but they're the only eligible tributes. So yeah. she finds it. She finds him injured after Kato hurts him, and like I'm not sure exactly what he does. He does to him. I think he like slashes his forehead or something. And um, then. They work together and eventually they end up on top of the cornucopia. There's only three of them left. Them versus Kato, which is like the main big tribute at uh, Korea. And and uh, the and also uh, what's it? I don't can't remember what he's called. But um, uh, Thresh. Other tribute. Thresh. Look, I have Hold on, in the books, is he on the uh, cornucopia with the others? Uh, yes, oh no, he's not on the cornucopia, he, he comes in, he comes in to get the feast and kills Kate. Does he? Are you sure? Yes. Right, okay. Or at least makes Keiko, or at least changes Keiko's course. Yeah, he might do that. I seriously doubt he kills Keiko. Um. Uh, no. Uh, well, oh, no, you missed a bit. Fox says she's Yeah, um, well, she, like, 
she eats poisonous berries and she dies. That, that's the end of her story. Yeah, she's like the really smart Hermione yeah, of the but group. Also, yeah, also, she was the one who she was the one who, who was just running and stealing things, but only took a tiny bit each time. So she's she she was part of the way Katniss found out about the mines because of Keiko. Oh no, mm. not Keiko, Foxface. But anyway, what happens was, um, Kato kills Fresh. Yeah, Fresh. that seems Fresh. more likely. Uh, so, finally they end up on top of the cornucopia, and Peter's in something like a headlock, and Katniss is pointing her arrow at Kato. So, then she, like, shoots Kato into these, this kind of pack of wolf things. They're like wargs from Lord of the Rings. And she sees Ruse. She sees Ruse as well. She sees, she sees Ruse because they're all they're they're made from bodies of the old tributes. And she sees Ruse, and that mm. breaks Katniss. Well, ah, oh, I, I feel like I've heard that before, but it, it it definitely wasn't like that in the films. That would be too, <laughs> that would be too much for a film. <laughs> so. Katniss shoots him into the wolf things that we can't remember the name of. Um, and... I don't think they didn't have a name. They didn't have a name. That's why you can't remember the name. I'm pretty sure they had a name. No, they are just mutant wolves. That's all they called them. They didn't have a name. They were one of the game maker's creations. They didn't have any name because they were created for those games and nothing else. Right. Okay. Um. Then Kato falls in and she and he like he just dies after a while. And then Katniss and Peter get told that they're not allowed to both win now. Um. Yeah, so they pick up berries. Yeah, and they threaten to die together rather than uh, kill each other. So they end up being allowed to both live. And yeah, and but then they're not. But then they're not. People aren't very. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that leads on to the second book. We're not going to go over that now. No. Um, so, yeah, that is how the Hunger Games goes. They end up going to Victor's Village, which is like a village in District 12. Mm. Where all the Victors are allowed to live. Yeah. Okay, so this is probably going to be much of a longer episode because we still have another two books. Yeah. So yeah, I think we'll have a break now and then come back after the next break and discuss. Uh, I think we'll do that in a couple of episodes time because we've reached our time. Okay, so next episode we'll be discussing yeah. the Lord of the Rings and stuff and then the episode after that we'll probably yeah. revisit the Hunger Games. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Lore Podcast. Goodbye and remember that lore goes deeper yeah. than it seems, doesn't it Alex? Okay, bye everyone.